Fantasy Roadshow. Roadshow, Roadshow, Roadshow. <laughs> we are live. Live, 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 live. All right, uh, everybody, welcome back to the Fantasy Roadshow. We are your hosts. I am Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker. And this is Coles. You can find him at Twitter at Coles underscore Sports. Mike, how you doing today? Doing good, doing good. First day in the new apartment in Austin, Texas. Had a little move down here, so that's Ooh, why moving down are, south. Uh, down south, yeah, but back down south. It's been a long time coming. Back in Texas, the best state by far in the United States, um, and that's why we're remote for the first time. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a adjustment for us. Uh, a little bit more technology, which on my end doesn't come very easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just still moving in, getting settled, going to rip out some, uh, some, some dynasty running back rankings here, which is exciting. Oh, it's always fun, uh, what's man. Go- <clears throat> what's going on with you? You're not on the road, which is it's surprising. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, um, I, my company was nice enough to give me the Monday off and, um, you know, I'm pretty thankful for that, but I will be on the road later this week. I'll be heading to Toledo, uh, Toledo, Ohio doing some local routes out there so we will be uh once i get settled into the hotel over there we can uh, we'll be recording from over there as well i love it but uh yeah anyway so today we're going to be talking about um dynasty running back rankings uh right around the range from 11 to 20 we'll see how how far we get through and uh what we do so ready to go mike <laughs> Awesome. So yeah, let's dive into dynasty running back ranks. Uh, we went through one through 10. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if we talked about this in the first, uh, running back episode, but to me, running backs are so important. You find a lot of stability with quarterbacks, with wide receivers, you know, it's important to kind of build that foundation with, you know, a solid quarterback, solid wide receiver. I just think like from a consistency standpoint, if you build your foundation there, you're, you're going to be a, a lot more, um, you know, solid. And, and, and that's just where a lot of your points are going to come from. But I th- always find that when I'm winning leagues, winning championships, it, it's because my running backs pop off and I hit on the right running backs because they are super volatile injuries, just the nature of the running back position and how they, uh, you know, how they operate in the offense and how they kind of just go through ebbs and flows. Um, so anyways, that's why I think running backs are important and I'm excited to, uh, you know, keep on diving into them. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, those running backs are foundational pieces. Um, you know, just with dynasties specifically, the turnover rate is very high on these guys. So, you know, you got to hit yeah, when shorter shelf life, yeah. like, um, and, and I don't know, offenses just, uh, go through waves. I mean, you see it with, let's just say, uh, off the top of your head, who's a running back. Who's like hot right now, Josh Jacobs last year, perfect yeah. example. 
I mean, he was always trending in the right direction, but just exploded. Um, are we going to have that same production for him this year? I mean, that's going to be hard to match, yeah, uh, especially with a new quarterback and like. Um, but you know, if you find that Josh Jacobs, probably a league winner last year. So oh, most yeah, definitely, we're going to help you find that guy. We're going to talk through, you know, who we see. Um, you know, I think Pollard's the guy who. Who, who everyone's talking about right now with uh, how he has that explosive play, you know, that explosive play capability. He's going to earn a lot, you know, an increased target share. But anyways, we're getting off tangent. Let's let's get back to the 11 to 20. I have Dobbins here at 11. I just want to talk about Dobbins real quick um, because I think that my ranking of 11 is being – pretty aggressive and it's assuming like that he's going to be the jk dobbins we saw at ohio state he's going to be the jk dobbins that we've seen flashes of in the ravens offense but not with any consistency because of injury um i think if you stay healthy they showed a little bit last year that um he can be a huge part of that offense and the jk dobbins we remember from college so um you know that ranking reflects that yeah, uh, and it is a little bit aggressive, but you know, I think there's more stability as a whole in the Ravens offense with Lamar getting signed, getting some pieces from the receiver room, and then now JK being healthy. Yeah, uh, I completely understand where you're coming from. I have him down at 15, you have him at 11. His average draft position right now is running back 20, so you know, you are definitely bullish on him, but I'm, I'm also pretty high on him. Um, you know. There's his some ADP's twenty in in dynasty right now. Yeah, his average draft position in dynasty startups wow. is running back twenty. Wow. Um, you know, there are some question marks with J.K. Dobbins. Um, you know, his contract. This is last year in his contract. He's an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, twenty twenty one. He he suffered a brutal injury. He tore his ACL, his LCL, his meniscus, and his hamstring. You know, but he came back last year and had a 5.7 yards per carry so that's very very intriguing that fact that he came back and was able to put up that type of uh stat so um you know i think he also came back like came back quickly it's not like you know i I think it was what two months before the average player with that same injury so he yeah he healed pretty fast and then he showed that strength and that running ability which for me instills confidence moving um forward because you know the offense as a whole is gonna is gonna bounce back that ravens team you know should be really good they have queen they have roquan uh, on defense so like i just think that they're going to be a contender this year um and jk dobbins is going to be a huge part of that yeah absolutely and they got a new offensive coordinator so a new improved offensive scheme you know if jk dobbins gets involved in the passing downs he's you know he's easily could be in the top 12 yeah, I mean, 15 touches. Look at this. Week 14, 15 touches, 120 yards. Uh, 15, 13 touches, 125 yards. So, I mean, you know, he's shown that he can have 15 carries and put that 100-yard-plus game in there, throw a touchdown, maybe a couple catches. I, I just – I love J.K. Dobbins. I think, um, I think he's one of the better running backs, honestly, in a great situation. We just need to see some consistency uh, health-wise, and sky's the limit. Yeah, I definitely think this is a big year for J.K. Dobbins, and 
you know, where he's being drafted right now at RB20 in Dynasty, it's, it's, a, it's a great value. Uh, value. One of, the, one of the better values, I think, um, currently. So Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, the next running back I want to talk about is Austin Eckler. I have him at 11. You have him at 13. So we're pretty 13. close there. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. do you have any uh, anything you want to add about Austin Eckler real quick before I dive in? Yeah, well, I'm going to let you talk about him since you are higher on him. I don't have much to say. You've seen what he can do and the production he can have. I think the Chargers are going to have a much better offense this year. There was a lot of things that went into that regression from Herbert. Um, but Eckler, to me, I just – I don't know. It's his age. Um, there's not much of a competition there for him. They're like Spiller's – showed last year that he's not really next man up yeah um so i don't think like they're looking to move on from eckler so i think he's gonna have a great year um maybe two you know really solid years i I just for me it's the age it's i've never been a huge eckler guy so for me to really say he's gonna have three more years at that level uh is kind of yeah i I think it all depends on if, if the team's willing to invest in him because he's on his last year of his contract. Uh, he's 28 years old, and uh, they just restructured his contract, adding 1.75 million in incentives to make to keep him happy for this year. But I mean, dude's—he's just been a dog. He—he he was the number one running back last year, two the year before, and then the number four in 2019. So three out of the last four years, he was a top five yeah. running back. He caught over a hundred receptions last year. Like, you know, when, when we talk about PPR standard, this guy is one of the best running backs in the league right now. Um, you know, he's over the last yeah. four years, he's averaging 4.4 receptions per game. 13 touchdowns last year, the 12 the year before. So he's doing all that receiving work and still, you know, rushing for double-digit touchdowns. So, I mean, I don't know. He's just as elite as it gets. And if the Chargers invest in him past this season – He's going to keep doing it, I think. But that's the question mark. I don't know. With with the way the yeah. NFL is investing in veteran running backs, I don't know if he gets that contract. Yeah, so he's not – I mean, like, in my mind, in order for him to be in the Chargers, it's going to come down to, like, you're just not going to pay a 29-year-old running back whatever he's going to want to get paid. You know, yeah. Saquon, in his conversation right now with the Giants, is a different story. The guy's 26. He hadn't played much the last couple of seasons due to injury. Lost a couple of seasons prior due to injury. Yeah, Eckler's a different story, man. Like, in fantasy, I don't want to be the guy. In a dynasty league, I don't want to be the guy holding the bag when a guy like this fizzles out. Oh, definitely um, not. Just because, you know, I, I'm all about buying low, selling high, and adding assets. So like, if I owned Eckler in a dynasty league, I would sell him right now for someone who thinks they're a contender. Yeah. Uh, and I would sell them on that. Be like, Hey, like you're going to, you know, you're, you're built to win now. Uh, Eckler's a great piece. And then I'll just go and get a, a, a guy that's rising um, and a couple of trade, a couple more assets along with that. And then you know, rather have the young guy with some questions or something to prove than the veteran who's top, you know, five, three out of the last four seasons, but he's going to fizzle out this next year or two. Yeah, I completely uh, understand that. Like know, I, would... I did it last year in, in, in your league. In your league, I did it last year with Kamara. Uh, remember, I, I traded oh, Kamara yeah. late 
to a team that was looking to make a playoff push. I added a first and a second rounder. Um, and I, I'm very happy with that decision. So, yeah, you know, know. there's a kind of thing for me with that Claire rule of thumb that I try to go off of in dynasty. Um, and it doesn't always work, but usually if you have a stud running back, when they get their second contract after one year into their second contract, trade them. That's where their value is the highest. You can, you know, get a bag for them and move on because after that first year into their second contract, they just, whether it's the year after or two years after, there's some fizzle there and you just don't want to be caught holding the bag. So, yeah, when you're talking about those cheat codes that Eckler possesses, I mean, 107 receptions for a, 722 yards i mean that's just that is elite right um and i think herbert's going to have an outstanding year so eckler's going to benefit from that yeah i mean yeah i could i could see another year with 100 receptions yeah i agree uh he's going to be great this year just dynasty wise I'm I'm selling on him this year, yeah, uh, and really sell selling someone else on how good of a season. Do you want to Do you want to take a guess play. on on his ADP right now? Um, I really don't know ADPs as well as I should. Um, I'll just take a guess. Where do you think he's he, being drafted? What number running back is he being drafted in dynasty startups? RB seven. Uh, close. RB nine. Inside the top ten, we have him ranked yeah. outside the top ten. So that yeah. shows you where our gauge yeah. is on Austin. I, and that, I, yeah, I think that's why. So yeah, um, fair enough. Here at so you have him at eleven. At twelve, I had Pollard. We already talked about him. Yes, we uh, did. So I don't think we need to go him any, go go any further. Yeah. Uh, with Pollard. So why don't you talk about who you have at twelve? I have him at fourteen. But I want you to dive in there a little bit. Yeah, this Nick, is actually a great segue, by the way. Yeah, and why is that? Because uh, it is Nick Chubb here at 12, and this is like – it's just a great segue in my brain of how I look at these kind of running backs. Okay. So Chubb, what is he, 27? Chubb is 27 years old, yes. Okay, so Chubb's 27, but he's a guy in my brain. He's a Brown for life. He's going to have a big year just like Eckler, so you could almost put those two very in very similar buckets – yeah, but I look at Chubb as someone who I think is going to be running the ball for a long time. Like he's just the type of running back who has, in my mind, like a Frank Gore type build and running style. Yeah, where I, can see I think that. Chubb is going to be a running back in the NFL for a long time. So I, where I would be selling Eckler this year, I would be buying Chubb. Well, you know, I would be holding on to Chubb if I'm a Chubb owner, or yeah. I would be drafting him. Because I do think he has longevity in his career, and I think he's going to be a massive part of that offense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's why I think it was interesting is because they're very two similar profiles of players, but because I feel there's longevity in Cut Chubb's career, whereas Eckler's, I don't know if he'll be a charger. That's going to be a decision up to him. I don't know, but I feel yeah. like there's you know more stability in, in in Chubb's long term, but go ahead and talk about him and why you have him there. Yeah, I mean he, one of the main reasons I like Chubb, he does have two years left on his contract. There's some security there. Um, we both think that the uh, the Browns are going to be much better this year. We think Deshaun Watson's going to take that team to the next level, and I think Nick Chubb is going to be a huge part of that success. Um, you know, over his career, he's been averaging 5.2 yards per carry. 
He had over a thousand rushing yards in every season. He's been a running back, so it's just he's been top fifteen no matter what since he entered in the season. So or since he entered in the league, and he's just a beast. He's at least eight touchdowns every year, and he's achieved all that with Kareem Hunt yeah. being heavily involved. And now that Kareem Hunt's gone, coaches are already talking about involving him into the passing game. And if that's the case, that could make him the number one scoring running back. Like he's just he has that much upside. Yeah. And um, I just he's being drafted yep. as the twelfth running back off the board, and I think that's just too low. I I think I I think I have him ranked too low. Yeah. You know. I do too. I just moved him up ahead of Eckler as we were talking, as you were talking there. Yeah. Um, and that was the point I wanted to really touch on with Chubb is he is supposed to be more involved in the passing game so that, you know, if he can add that to what he already produces on his, on the ground, um, it's just going to make him that much better. Um, so yeah, I agree. Chubb is someone that I'm potentially too low on. I just bumped him up ahead of Eckler. Yeah. Uh, potentially could do that ahead of Pollard as well because I do think the longevity thing applies more to Chubb than it does well, Pollard. And to be fair, there's less question marks with Chubb than there is Pollard. You know, Pollard has more question marks around his uh, usage and, you know, whether or not he can hold the load. I just put Chubb ahead of Dobbins and Pollard. So I just bumped All him right. three spots talking him through. Here we yeah, go. That's, this is why now. this is why we're doing this. You know, this is why we're going through these rankings and really uh, diving in pretty yeah. pretty heavily uh, with each player. Yeah. So for me, Chubb needs to be the receiving back to stay there. Again, I think Dobbins has an explosion this year. Very high on Pollard, Eckler. A little bit of question marks in him long term for me. So that's why I went ahead and bumped up Chubb. Yeah, he's just, just safe, he's just a safe. He's just a safer pick. How it worked in my brain. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So here you have 13, you have Najee. Um, I had him at 10, so we already talked about Najee. Yep. Um, so I think we're all good there. Let's hand it over to you to talk about your number 14th ranked player. He's 15 on my board. Um, Kenneth Walker for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Um, Kenneth Walker and me have a have a tough relationship right now. I don't know. You know, last year I was so high on him. I was I, I talked you into drafting him in, a, in one of our redraft leagues and it worked out well, and but yep. I just don't know how this whole usage is going to work out with uh, Zach Charbonnet. Um, Pete Carroll just came out recently and said that Zach Charbonnet can do it all. Like what he's seeing from him in in this training camp uh, process is just, you know, he's versatile and I just I I'm really curious to see how this all shakes out. The one thing that is supporting me having him up here at where I have him ranked is the fact that back when they had Chris Carson, they drafted Rashad Penny in the first round. Everyone was big on Rashad Penny coming in and thinking that he was going to take a lot of Chris Carson's workload. What actually happened was Chris Carson was the workhorse running back. And, you know, they, they're not going to veer away from Kenneth Walker, who had a fantastic year last year just because they drafted this young guy. So, you know, Towards the end of the season, could I see them having more of a 50-50 workload? Yeah, but I think early on in the season, I think Kenneth Walker is going to be heavily involved and probably for the years to come. I just, you know, they recognize how good of a running back he is. And uh, I'm I'm excited to see, to see how this all yeah. shakes out. That Seattle offense is definitely one to monitor this year. 
Yeah, so I know the the whole Charbonneau draft thing has been throwing you off with Ken Walker. I'm not as concerned. I think he's a great runner, and he showed that last year. Um, so for me, I like I, I like Ken Walker. Uh, I do think they'll run Charbonneau, and it'll be you know a running back by committee ish. But regardless of how well-rounded Charbonneau is, he's not going to be the main back there. Um, unless he absolutely lights it on fire, Kenneth Walker is going to be a really down back and he's going to continue to have success in that role. Um, yeah, so, but that's that's what worries me. Even if he is the early uh, down back. It doesn't back, scare me as much as it scares you. Even if he is the early down back, you know, Charbonnet being a bigger bodied running back, he's bigger and heavier, he could easily take the goal line workload. And if that's the case... I'm just worried about um, the the production that Kenneth Walker can actually produce. If he's not getting the touchdowns, Charbonnet should be more involved in the he passing game. He had nine game. touchdowns last year. Yeah, he had nine touchdowns last year. Yeah, I, but I that was the majority of the season. Success. He was the featured running back, and I, you know, I just I worry that if yeah. he does lose that goal line work to Charbonnet, we could see some 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 major trouble in uh in the shares of Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I just don't see Kenneth like Kenneth Walker's going to get his touchdowns and whether that if if you have success on the goal line you're not going to change that up. So unless Kenneth Walker runs into some fumbling issues or can't punch it in, he's not going to just because Charbonnet's bigger, they're going to give it to him. I I don't agree. I think that if he's having success, you just keep pounding the ball with Walker. Um, yeah. so I don't know. I we're we're just not going to agree on that, which is fine. Um, but I like Walker. He's young. He, I, I'm not going to have the stat off from the top of my brain, but I think he was one of the top three or top five backs in the NFL last year with, um, yards after contact. So, um, he runs the ball. Well, he's in an offense that likes to have a running back by committee. So, uh, you know, ever since beast mode and even a little bit with beast mode, Carroll's had a couple backs back there, so I'm yeah. not too concerned about it. I would okay. be more concerned about Geno Smith, so that's kind of my take there. Okay, fair enough. All right, so um, we will be right back after this quick commercial break. Um, folks, if you're not aware... This is a very special time at the Sports Ethos because we have officially announced our NFL Draft Guide for the 2023 NFL season. It already has more than 60 pieces of content in it, including massive team breakdowns and rankings, and we're aiming to have more than 200 features before all is said and done. And right now, you can get the NFL Fantasy Pass for the ridiculous rate of just $4 per month at SportsEthos.com. All right, welcome back. So, um, I believe we are down. We are at, live. Yeah, we are live, live. Um, I believe we're back, and uh, I want to cover my 16th ranked running back, who you have down at 19, and his name would be. Yeah, Javante. I'm not gonna have much to say about him. So you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not gonna have much to say about him. So you go, you go ahead and rip it. Um, yeah, Javante Williams. Um, coming into last year, he was a. Very popular draft pick. However, he did he tore his ACL, his PCL, and his LCL in Week Four. So pretty pretty gnarly. Um, second round draft pick last year. Um, he has two years left on his rookie deal. 
I'm sorry, second round draft pick in 2021. Uh, doubt he will uh, get a full workload until late in the season. You know, they're talking about, you know, uh, he might even be on the pup. You know, we'll see how that works out. But the coach feels little optimistic. Pup. Go ahead. Little pup. Yeah, little pup. Little pup list. He, uh, yeah, he might be little, sitting out for quite pup. some time. Little but, pup. you know, in, in general, Sean Payton's offenses are known to be pretty run heavy. The Broncos brought in some new bodies to that offensive line to kind of beef it up a little bit, a uh, left guard and a right tackle. Um, the, sh- the team should see major improvements for years to come. And, you know, um, as long as Javante can come back and kind of re- reform what he was before that, I think he's a, uh, a top 15 running back for years to come. So right now he's being drafted at, excuse me, running back 18. I believe you have him right around that range. So uh, anything you want to add about Javante? I have him at 19. I don't really want to add much. Um, I think the Broncos have a much better year than they had last year, or you at least hope. Otherwise, that may be the worst contract of all time for Russell Wilson. But um, I expect him to improve. He's a hardworking guy. He's going to figure it out. Um, yeah. Give him a year in, in that offense and Sean Payton. So um, Javante, to me, is uh, like Charbonneau, how you describe Charbonneau. He's a guy that can do it all. Um, so, you know, he needs to get healthy and he needs to get healthy and get on the field. Uh, and that's going to be huge for him. However, I don't think he's going to be rushed back early on. Uh, he is supposedly healing extremely well, even faster than Dobbins did. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, like, I think they brought in P Ryan for a reason and P Ryan showed that he could be a pretty solid back, uh, when Mixon went down last year. So I think, you know, that gives him alleviate some of the pressure for him to come back and and kind of have a big workload right away so i expect it won't be until later this season for him to kind of work you know get that workload uh so it'll depend on how the broncos are doing at that point in the season um but for me yeah i mean there's not much to say about javante he's a great running back and do it all uh just needs to come back and get healthy in an offense that's trying to figure it out. Yeah, I completely agree. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how that all, uh, how how he returns from this injury. That'll um, dictate how high I make him next year. Supposedly, it's, he's he's healthy and, you know, performing well and looking, looking good. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mike, uh, you have someone down here at 16 who I have down at 18. His name is Cam Akers. Little fun fact: Did you know Cam is not short for anything? Like his his first full name is Cam, not Cameron. I just I thought I found that a little interesting. Did not know that. <laughs> not, not usually Cam the Ron. case. Yeah, not Cameron, just Cam. So, Mister Cam Akers. I did Akers. not know that. No. Go ahead. Uh, what do you like about Cam? Um, yeah, I like Cam Akers. I think he had a pretty brutal injury, the torn Achilles, that. Um, you know, doesn't have a great reputation of coming back from that and kind of having the same explosion that you want on a running back. However, Cam Akers did show that um, when they leaned on him heavily last season at the end of the year, uh, he performed at a very high level. Um, so to me, that was make or break for Akers. He expressed a little bit of, uh, he expressed that he was really unhappy um and wanted to get moved so in a season where the rams you know it was a dumpster fire there with stafford getting injured cup 
Um, yeah. You know, Baker Mayfield is their quarterback. They just said, let's throw him to the fire, make him a featured back, yeah. see what he can do. And then we either invest in having him be a huge part of our offense or we cut him loose. And what happened? He, you know, he, he put up a 15, a 42.75, a 20, a 22, 23 point game. You know, he, he rushed for 100 yards in his last three games of the season, three yeah. touchdowns in one of those games, uh, even caught the ball a couple times. So uh, he, to me, he showed that, A, he's healthy coming off that Achilles and has that explosion to be a lead back, and, B, he has the production and the ability to do so. So in, a, in, in an offense that's going to try to regain some of that magic, uh, after losing a couple weapons, you still have Cup. You know, Stafford's going to look for guys he can lean on. And in my mind, Akers is going to be one of those guys. So, how does he do in that role? I'm saying he's going to do well. That's why he's my 16th ranked back. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I have him ranked a little bit lower um, just because this is his last year on the contract. He's a restricted free agent next year. So, I'd like to see the team you know, invest in the future with him. He's still very young, and I think they do give him another contract, so I may bump him up a little bit once that happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, dude, I'd be I'd be upset too if 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 I got if I had my uh, you know Achilles tear and I rushed back from injury, and I came back and I was fully healthy and the team didn't give me the ball and they they gave the ball to Daryl Henderson for the first five weeks. Like I'd I'd be pissed too, you know. Um, he he demanded a trade and then he almost. He sat out the next three games. So, yeah, I, they finally gave him the ball, and he just was dominating. And, you know, to be ending the season like that is just – I'm excited for this year. You know, uh, Cam Akers is one of the guys that we have ranked yeah. this low that could easily end up in the top 12. Yeah, so, I mean, some of that I agree with. Like, I remember – from what I remember in my brain, he – was expected to be the lead back, but Henderson got some of that that load. But to say he wasn't handed the ball, I just looked up his first five games last year, and week two he had 15 carries. Week three he had 12. So, yeah, it wasn't like his backfield, but he was still getting touches, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, that's more than I expected to see because I do remember, like, a lot of disappointment that people who were acres owners last year, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think he won that backfield late in the season. So yeah. like, let's just move on and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. We're both really excited for what he's going to do this year. Yeah. And then that, that contract, that contract season that you mentioned, um, I'm going to be higher on him than I already am in redraft. Um, I haven't, I, I don't know exactly where he is in my rankings, but I love guys on a contract season, especially his story. Whether it's like, I proved that I was the, I proved that I was a feature back. Now I have a year to prove it and get paid. And yeah. here's where I want to be. So I love that. Yeah. And the coach is speaking glowingly of him during this off season. So we'll see what happens. Um, next running back we should yep. dive into is Miles Sanders. You have him ranked outside of your top 20. I don't know why you do that, but I have him ranked at 17. So let me dive in a little bit on uh, Miles Sanders. You know, this offseason being traded to the Panthers is pretty intriguing to me. Um, he got a four-year contract worth $25 million. 
He got the most money out of any free agent running back this offseason, so that's promising. Uh, the Panthers didn't draft a single running back in the draft, also promising. Um, he's returning with his former running back coach uh, when he was with them for two years. He had a season with 50 receptions and almost 1,200 yards per season. Um, he's top 10 in yards per carry. He has top 12 upside. Uh, he could be one of the few workhorse running backs in the NFL. I personally just traded for him. Um, you actually gave me Miles Sanders in a third rounder, and uh, I gave you a first rounder next year. I, you know, I'm just I, I'm big on Miles Sanders, and I can't speak highly enough of him. I know you have a contrary opinion on him, so why don't you go ahead? Yeah, I just don't think he's a featured back. Like, period. I, he's going to have that opportunity. Uh, although I do like like Chuba's been all right. Um, so yeah. he, you know, he is going to have somewhat of a role. Um, but for me, it's more Sanders is not a featured back. He's just doesn't, he's not in my mind, uh, have enough talent and have that kind of role. Uh, so I think a lot of his success last year was in an Eagles offense, which complemented a running back of his style really well. Uh, you mentioned caught 50 balls. So that's something that I would look at highly is with a rookie running back you know who was that rook or with a rookie quarterback sorry who is that rookie quarterback's college running back jameer gibbs so if he wants to use uh sanders as his gibbs here at the uh, at the nfl level then that bodes extremely well for um for miles sanders yeah um, so i think the opportunity is going to be there and, and he's going to have every every opportunity to excel. I just, me personally, I don't think he's that guy. Uh, so that's why I'm a little bit lower on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love the trade that I made with you getting a first rounder for him. Um, you know, I sold him to someone that believes in him and the opportunity is certainly there. So if he, you know, balls out, he's young enough that you may end up winning that trade it's just how I feel about him personally. If I can add a first-round asset that I was looking to replace for trading up for Bijan, then I'm going to do it. Yeah, I completely understand it, and I cannot wait to prove you wrong this year. Bam. Um, Bam. All right, Mike, who, who do you want to dive into next? Uh, let's dive into my number 17th-ranked guy, which is DeAndre Swift, who replaced Sanders um, mm. in, in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a Swifty. I'll admit it. Um, he is stepping into that role, which I think, as I said, complements a running back really well because you have the, you have the field spaced out more when you have AJ Brown and Devonta, and then you have Hurts' legs. Well, that keeps the defense on their toes more, so that opens up a little bit of running room. What does Swift do with running room? He runs wild. <laughs> um, so I think Swift is going to be an awesome, he's in his perfect situation. He's at home in Philadelphia in an, a, a very potent offense that complements a running back who can make big fucking plays. And that's exactly what he's going to do. So if he can stay healthy, he's going to be awesome at Philadelphia. Uh, quite honestly, like I think I should be higher on him in best ball drafts than I currently am. Mm -hmm. uh, because he's going to have huge plays a lot. Yeah, he's an efficient running back. I, I will say that. Um, I have him ranked pretty low. Um, I, in Dynasty, I have him all the way down at 25. 
um, and a few reasons why um, he's j- he's got one year with the Eagles right now. This is a kind of a prove it year with them. the The Lions were totally fine giving him away, and I just I don't know. He he's considered the pass catching running back, and the Eagles were bottom of the barrel in targets to the running back. I'm higher on his counterpart, uh, Rashad Penny, but we'll dive into that in, a, in another later episode. But yeah, I just I don't know um, with with the injury history with Swift, um, it's a little scary. But I don't see them utilizing him with the large enough workload where uh, you know he would be getting injured again. But you know he's a young running back and he's really good, so I, I could definitely see where you're coming from, and I I think he'll be really good this year. Yeah. Um- I mean, you're talking about injuries. He's still played 13, 13, 14 games. Uh, You know, the touches aren't where you want him to be with that many games played in the season. But, you know, he's a top 20 running back all all three years, 21 last year. But still, um, obviously, as you said, the efficiency is there. We need to get a swift. We need a. I don't know what it's going to be, but we need to get a, a podcast. Yeah, swift bet on the board. Okay. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know what that what that's gonna look like. I mean, I I have I'll an idea. I'll just say he's a top twenty back. I, I have know. an idea. Do you think he's top twenty? Um, you know, okay, I, I think it. the top twenty is a possibility. Um, but I I will okay. say, if you're willing to bet on this, I think by the end of the season, Rashad Penny will have more rushing yards than DeAndre Swift. Um, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. I mean, Swift's. The highest number is 617. So if that's the mark for Penny to get, I mean, if he's using that offense as a running back, then I expect him to get more just because that's what they would use him for. Okay. So Swift is going to be. So how about this? Would you say that, would you, would you be willing to take the bet that Rashad Penny, I would bet that Rashad Penny has more fantasy points by the end of the season than DeAndre Swift. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's make that bet then. Yeah. Shake on it. All right. Whammy. <laughs> cheers Celsius to that. Yeah, cheers Celsius. This is a good time to mention that we are sponsored by Celsius. We are not, but uh, we are no, hoping not to be. Yet. I'm kidding. We, we Someday we will be. <laughs> um, we are both avid Celsius drinkers, so you know, you'll probably see us having one with most podcasts we're recording. Uh, but anyways, let's move on. We have our Swift bet on the board. I am confirmed a Swifty. Uh, and let's see, uh, who, who do you got? Yeah, I think the last two running backs that we want to talk about uh, rather quickly would be uh, Derek Henry and Rashad White. Um, we both have him right around that range. Um, you have Derek Henry at 18, I have him at 19, and then we both have Rashad White at 20. Um, which one would you okay. rather talk about first? Let's go ahead and Henry. We're both higher on Henry, and then we both have White at, at, at 20. Okay. I, I'm not going to say much about Henry. Everyone knows who he is, yeah. King Henry. He's awesome. He's going to be elite. His, his his receiving is picking up as well. Um, yeah, I mean, so did, I don't last have year, much to say to him about him. Yeah, last year, real quick, um, he, um, what was it? He saw his career high in targets, receptions, and receiving yards last year. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, at this point in his career that he's adding that element, uh, he's great, and he's going to continue to be great. I just don't know for how much longer, so that's why, you know, he's down here. Yeah. But, you know, if you're in a win-now team, extremely high production, so go ahead and get Henry, win a championship or two, and and then look about, look at, uh, you know, look at how you're going to build 
uh, to replace him. But yeah, when you talk about mileage on a car, Mike, that car's got a lot of miles. Yeah, a lot of miles. Yeah. So yeah, and, but you know, we've talked about that, right? So that's how I view running backs as mileage is like on a car uh kind of the same thing in, in baseball like a, a pitcher's arm mileage on a car that's just kind of how i think of it in my brain derrick yeah. henry is a car that can put on a lot of miles you drive a big rig how many miles can you get out of that bad boy oh i mean a million miles definitely is possible literally a million, a million miles on a big rig literally a million i mean i've i've wow. heard of some big so, rigs some peterbilts go up to 200 mi- 200 million or I'm sorry, two million, not two hundred million. Two million. Two hundred. All right. So, and then you know, what is your Jeep? What do you project out of your Jeep? Uh, you know, I'll be happy uh, when I get uh, two hundred thousand miles out of it. There you go. So five X in the big rig. I think of the same for Henry. A lot of the times, he's hitting other people. He's not getting hit. Um, yeah. So he's just built like he's built like that big rig. So mileage, you know. It, he's he can he can take on more mileage i just still i don't know how much longer um he's gonna be as effective you know running the ball 25 30 times a game yeah um but you know i he doesn't seem to be slowing down though mike he's last year he had 10 carries of 20 plus yards which was the second most in his career last year he also had four carries of 40 plus yards which ties his career high in 2020 so like he's still breaking those long runs you know, I don't know. I, the The team has a new offensive coordinator this year. You know, we'll see. We'll see what his uh, his usage looks like. But I mean, the guy's a fucking tank, and last year proved that he hasn't really slowed down yet. He is a fucking tank. Um, we don't need to keep. You know, we don't need to go much longer. Everyone knows Derrick Henry. Everyone knows how good he is. Uh, the big question mark will be how many years for Dynasty. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's that is what it is. I want to talk about Rashad White. I want to talk about he is the type of running back I spoke on earlier who, you know, that's a guy that has something to prove that is on his way up. So he's a guy that I look at, you know, if he can go out there and and prove to be the featured back in a a bad Buccaneers team, yeah, uh, then there's fantasy value there. I think he catches 80 balls this year. Uh, Baker Mayfield. I think 80 receptions is what Rashad will have if healthy this year. What did he have his um, rookie year? 50, right? 50. Uh, and yeah. that wasn't his backfield. And he has Baker Mayfield, who I think has the most top three out of quarterbacks that check down to the running back. Yeah, you're going. So, he's you know, going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, so <laughs> two guys to check down to the running back. Yeah. Um, I think he'll catch 80 balls. You know, I'm confident in saying that. Yeah. So there's going to be a ton of fantasy value. That being said, I think the Bucks are going to probably be one of the worst in the league. Yeah. Uh, one of those potential candidates to tank for um, for Caleb Williams, which would be the best decision they could ever make. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, good running back, good fantasy weapon on a really bad team. How do you, you know, and, and he's young. So that's my thoughts on, on Rashad. Yeah, I com- completely agree. And, you know, I, th- I feel like you've said it all right there. I don't really have much to add. He's uh, he's an intriguing young running back who can catch the ball. He should have a long career. So um, we'll see devil. how that plays out. Huh? He's, he's a sun devil. A sun devil. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that about does it for our running backs, uh, ten through eleven through twenty. So uh, tune in the rest yeah. of the week. We have uh, weekly, daily episodes coming out this week, right, Mike? Yeah, daily episodes. Um, 
you know, you said let's wrap it up. I think that's funny segue from the Sun Devils. All you ASU, uh, all you ASU uh, students do the same. Um, but yeah, we're going to release episodes one day a week, hammer through our running back rankings. Same thing probably with wide receivers. Yeah. Monday through Friday, one a week. Um, so, you know, we want to get these dynasty rankings. They're very important. So we want to get them to you. We want to get them to you timely. Um, we're still in dynasty season, but with training camp coming up, um, redraft is approaching redrafts is right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're already in some best balls uh, and we want to get you, you know, all the best ball content out there as well. So, uh, we're going to hammer through, we're going to, we're going to crank out episodes every day this week, uh, and knock, you know, hammer out, hammer out dynasty so we can get into the other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Tune in and buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs>